Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. So hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Women Thrive podcast. I am your host, Abigail Rebecca. And I'm so excited today to introduce you to a very special woman who is the owner and founder of Shine Wellness, Christine Williams. It's the seven-figure business dedicated to empowering women wellness coaches and holistic practitioners to create soul-led and heart-centered six-figure businesses without the hustle and aggressive sales techniques that feels so out of alignment for so many women. She's known for cultivating community, connections, and collaborations that inspire and create win-wins for everyone. Welcome, Chris. It's so amazing to have you here. Thank you. I'm super excited, super excited to be here. I love to read your bio because, of course, you're one of our incredible speakers on the Women Thrive Summit. So of course, you're going to be aligned to the values of Women Thrive. So aligned to the values, but there's so many things that jump out to me about what you do, like the cultivating the community, the connections, collaborations, like we all have a seat at the table and we're all in this together and support one another. And then what really speaks to me, and I know that we'll speak to so many of the audience, is the like growing our businesses without the hustle. And like you say, the aggressive sales techniques that mm-hmm. feel so out of alignment for so many women. Yeah. What led you to create movement in a business like this? Yeah. Thank you for asking. So I think what led me to create this, especially around women, I have always been surrounded by an environment of some pretty powerful women. My grandmother actually was a feminist. She used to take me on equal rights amendment marches in Washington, D.C. when I was a young girl. She always supported me in playing sports and saying, you can do anything that you want to do. And then her mother, my great-grandmother, was in the first woman's suffrage march with her mother. So I've had this beautiful lineage of women supporting each other. And I think that when I was a young girl on these marches, I really saw the power of women coming together and working towards something for the benefit of everybody. And that has just really stuck with me. So when I kind of reverse engineer, like, why am I here today? (laughs) Why am I doing this work? Why am I so passionate about supporting women and empowering women to create 
their own success in a way that felt good to them. And I think it really started back from there. But it continued as I began to morph and grow my business. And just through life, I was a stay-at-home mom for about 17 years. Three young boys went through a divorce and needed to recreate myself. And I think that I stayed in this relationship for way too long. And because of that, I was having some health issues. And I really just never wanted any woman to be stuck in a relationship like that again. It was really important to me that if I was going to help women, I was going to help them also create not just empowerment and beliefs in themselves, but also financial independence, because I knew what it felt like to have to leave a relationship without a net, without money, without even a job. <laughs> so yeah. when I decided what it is that I wanted to do, I um, decided that I wanted to go back into the wellness industry because that was something that has always been kind of in my heart. I was always into nutrition with my children. We had organic gardens. And so I went to become a certified massage therapist. And from there, began to weave in nutritional therapy as a functional nutritional therapy practitioner. And what I found through all of this was that the passion to help women was absolutely there, but I didn't have the business skills. I had, because I had no one taught me, right? Like even going through school, and getting my certifications wasn't enough. So I had a certification as a massage therapist, no idea how to start that business. Had a certification as a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, no idea how to get clients. Had a certification as a health coach and a transformational life coach. And all I was taught was this very aggressive sales tactic of just book discovery sessions and sell your 90-day XYZ program. And while it worked in the beginning, it still fell off for me. And so I decided, you know what? This doesn't feel in alignment with who I am. I don't feel like I want to try to drag somebody across the finish line or try to overcome somebody's objections or try to convince or persuade somebody that they have to work with me. And so I said, you know what? I'm just not going to do that anymore. So I stopped. And I instead decided that I was going to make it based on relationships and learn how I could bring the people that are meant to come into my ecosystem, attract people into my ecosystem, but really nurture those relationships. And that was the piece that I felt was missing, was uh, that I was never taught was, how do you nurture those relationships? First, how do you help your people self-identify and attract people into your world? But then what do you do in between them coming into your world and then becoming a buyer? It's not like you can't just try to grab a stranger. I think of it like grabbing somebody off the sidewalk and dragging them into your you know, house. Like it doesn't work that way. And that's what the model, which was a very outdated model of discovery sessions, was teaching health coaches and life coaches and nutritional therapy practitioners of just offer free coaching, offer a discovery session. And while I don't have a problem per se with discovery sessions, I think it just comes at the wrong time in people's, in the way that they're utilizing it. They're talking with somebody or DMing somebody and they're trying to create a discovery session with them to sell their thing. And that's like a premature marriage proposal, right? That happens at the end. That's like step 10. <laughs> no, we don't start with that. And so the, the interesting thing was that when I stopped doing the discovery sessions and trying to give away free coaching and convince and persuade and overcome people's objections, I actually quadrupled my business and within three years actually created a million dollars in my business. 
And so that was just so affirming to me that what I was doing was important, what I was doing was valuable, what I was doing work. And so I wanted to share that with more women because I know that there were more people, more women out there like me that are like, this just doesn't align for me. I don't want to use these aggressive sales tactics. I really want to build a business that is in alignment with my heart and and based on supporting and encouraging rather than the bro marketing and the bro sales tactics of making somebody fearful in order to buy. Yeah. I love that you get to do that. I love that you get to create wealth and success and happiness in your life, aligned to your beliefs and your values and in the best way that you can. And you're right. You're talking about fear there. Why are we taught this? I started my business like seven years ago and this is what I was taught to do sales. It was like, you book a discovery session, you overcome their objections, you don't let them leave the call. Mm-hmm. They say yes. And yeah. it was so unnatural to me. I was like, I don't like doing it. It feels mm-hmm. icky. It's yep. like manipulative. Yeah. It's all fear based, right? Yep. Instead of a place of abundance and like, mm-hmm. it's your decision to come and step in and work with me. What? So we're taught this. Well, I think a couple reasons. Number one, it's very outdated, right? It's, it's just outdated. I mean, truly, it's probably a 15-year sales technique that somebody learned from somebody and decided to just keep duplicating it and copycatting it. And it's just not an effective strategy anymore. We just see now that it really just doesn't work. There has to be that connection. There has to be that relationship. And especially with women, that connection is in our DNA. We grew up, our ancestors grew up supporting each other, grew up weaving together and cooking together and supporting each other. And and so no wonder it feels icky and off to try to step outside and, and make somebody do something that they might not want to do. It's, it's a very masculine model. And I think that this other piece is that as we begin to have more empowerment and claim our seat at the table and claim our power, we're getting to decide what we want to do and what we don't want to do instead of needing to do what the experts are telling us that we should be doing. And as more women step into this method, this soul-centered, soul-aligned way of selling, it becomes more mainstream, which I hope it really does, because any type of call should never be about closing the deal. I just firmly believe that in my heart. It should only be about supporting somebody to make an empowered decision that's right for them. And once we take that off our shoulders that we need to close the deal, that we have to get the client, that we've got to make the money, then it actually moves us out of scarcity and and a fear-based place for both us and our client and into a more empowered, free place where we get to cherry pick the people that we work with. We get to support the people from a really genuine, authentic place that we get to find out what it is that they really want to do. And whether it's working with me or not, I want to make sure that whoever has a conversation with me walks away feeling like that was one of the most supportive conversations I've ever had. So if it's not with me, no problem. Like, tell me what it is you want, and I will absolutely support you in finding a colleague or point you in the right direction to get what it is that that you do want. And that makes these conversations fun. That makes these conversations, I look forward to them instead of like, oh my God, how am I going to 
run this call or what's my sales script or how am I going to make sure I say the right thing in order to get somebody to say yes? Yeah, I just don't do that anymore. And it feels so much more fun <laughs> for me and for them. And so many more yeses because there's not this like, oh, I got to get this person. It watched, right? Yeah. It's, but you say it's all about building relationships. It's a, yeah. having a conversation with someone and exploring possibilities and opening up the space to have those conversations. I do feel that it's becoming more mainstream yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't, maybe, maybe it's because of the communities that I now move mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. where there's a lot more kind of like conscious women who are really yeah. trusting themselves instead of following the leader. Yes. Yeah. Trusting themselves and their own abilities and feeling into what feels right for them as opposed to this is what I need to do. Yeah. This is what I have to do to make sales. Yes. I definitely feel that the conversation that I'm having with women is very similar to this, right? It's like, I don't want to be able to cajole and push Mm -hmm. someone into buying something from me because there's what energy are they stepping in with? I want someone to step in with the energy of a pig. Yes, because then they're also going to show up and they're going to be excited about it versus I tell my clients that if you ever have If you're in the position where you're trying to convince or persuade anybody from the very beginning, you're going to have to, if you drag them across the finish line from the beginning, you're going to have to drag them across the finish line the whole time you're working with them. And I'm just a a no for that. Like, I only want women who are absolutely, I'm all in, I'm a yes, because then they show up, then they implement, then they get the results. And that's really what I'm looking for. Yeah. It's definitely an integrity. I mean, we're yeah. still doing our, at whatever stage you're watching this podcast, we will be in some kind of like wave of bringing in speakers for our summer. And it's always an empowered decision. This you've been through the process. Yeah. Empowered decision. It's yeah. like, yeah, I want to do it. These are my options. I'm coming from a, a, a place of empowerment and uh, like stepping into it with that energy. And then we're very much aligned to our own integrity. Yeah. That is one. Yeah. I think the other reason, if I can just kind of mention a little bit about why are we being taught this way, is I think that when we get certifications, whether it's in nutritional therapy or, and I'm speaking from the wellness world because that's my experience, it's their job is not to actually teach you how to run a business. Their job is to teach you a modality. So when you're learning massage therapy, you're learning massage. When you're learning health coaching, you're learning health coaching. When you're learning nutritional therapy, you're learning a process to actually help people. But they, their job is to actually teach you that. It's not necessarily designed to set you up in your business. And I think that when schools position themselves being able to do the whole thing, I think it's, it's out of integrity because a six-step module on how to build a business is just not enough to actually support new entrepreneurs in the business to actually do what it is that they need to do. It's a good place to start. It might be like, okay, I see that these are some six different things that I might need to start with, but you just need more support than that. And, and I think that we have to remember that those schools are set up to do something different other than 
actually teach you how to create a business. I agree. I think it's really important for us to stay in our lane. I mean, we can all mm. go and teach what it, yeah. anything really, but actually what, where are our gifts, what are we specialized in, how we can add the most value. Yeah. And I'd really love to, for you to share with us about relationship building, connection, mm. community, collaboration. Yeah. You very clearly stated that the method that you teach and the model that you teach is all about bringing people in to your community and building this beautiful relationship with them. And Mm -hmm. then maybe after a period of time, there might be the opportunity then for them to into doing some deeper work with you. Yeah. What does that look like? Like, yeah. Explain the beautiful model that you teach. Absolutely. I would love to, because I really think that this real, this is the missing piece. So for sure. So when I first started building my health coaching business and functional nutritional therapy, one of the things that I did naturally was just kind of reach out to the people that were local to me. And so I be, actually began collaborating with doctors, holistic practitioners, acupuncturists, chiropractors, massage therapists, other people in the wellness world. Before I even knew about Facebook groups or building a business online. And so when I began to grow my business, when I shifted and I morphed into helping other women build and grow their business, I knew that that was a model that I wanted to repeat because it felt really good. And I'm like, you know what? There's got to be a way that we can do this online as well. And I love Facebook groups. And so that's really where I decided I was going to build a community. And one of the reasons why I think it's so important to build an online community is because even if we're still showing up locally, even if we're still showing up in person, we still want to bring them in to a place that they can feel a part of something, that they can have a place to land. Otherwise, they're only going to see you when you're at the next live event, right? So it's like this beautiful combination of, yes, you can absolutely still do things in person if you want to do, but bring them into your community so that then you can give them value. You can serve, you can teach, you can share so that they get to build the know, like trust, so that they get to have an experience of you because really people are looking for experiences. Before anybody buys anything from anybody, they have to trust you. They have to know you. They have to understand how it is that you can help them. And that's what I love about Facebook groups is it allows you to cultivate a community of people of your ideal client. And my mom's not in it. My cousins aren't in it. It's only for people that I can really serve and support. So it's for women, wellness entrepreneurs, conscious coaches, wellness professionals, so that I can show up and give value and I can connect with them and I can respond to any questions that they have. And I can have conversations in Messenger when they reach out to me and I want to take it a little bit deeper. And that is really what has helped me build my business in that type of realm where bringing women in. But that is more of something that we would do on our own. So growing your business and cultivating community and connections actually has two levers. One is what do we do ourselves? to create our own community that we can cultivate. But the second lever is who are you going to collaborate with and connect with so that you can help each other, so that you can help grow each other's visibility, so that you can help leverage each other's audiences. And that is also really, really powerful. So connecting and collaborating with 
other women who might serve your ideal client in a different way. So I connect and collaborate with copywriters or mindset coaches or holistic health professionals still that are in the realm of also serving women entrepreneurs. And when we do that, what I find is that we don't just create win-win, we create win-win, win-win, like four times because it's a win for me and a win for my audience. It's a win for them and a win for their audience. And we're just giving and serving so much value out there that it's like this whole, there's not one pie anymore. It's like I talk about the whole bakery, right? And typically people are like, oh, I can't do this. I can't because you're going to take my clients. I don't believe in the one pie. I believe that we get to connect and collaborate with each other and get and create cakes, pies, cookies, whatever it is that we want. And that connection and that collaboration really 10Xs your business, your opportunities, your connections, your clients, and the impact that you make in the world. Mm. The whole bakery. The whole bakery. Yes. All about making food references. <laughs> like, I don't believe it. Hey, that is such a scarcity model though, right? But it's like this cultural entrainment, right? If you take a bigger piece of the pie, then there's going to be less for me. Well, that's that again is from scarcity. And this piece of energetic alignment, we get to take action and connect and collaborate and build our business from the energy of abundance, not from scarcity. So we have to look at this different. It's not competition, it's collaboration. Mm -mm 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 -mm. What I'm hearing from you very clearly is that you've, you're very tuned in, obviously, to who your ideal clients are. So you're attracting mm -hmm. your ideal clients into your community. And then you are giving them the opportunity to be in your energy, to yeah. test it, to experience it. Yeah. People yeah. don't buy your products, they buy your energy. Yes. You get yes. to experience that and then they can step in. But also you're in this beautiful collaboration with other people so that you are able to grow together and support one another. I always say like in our speaking community for the Women Thrive Summit, mm -hmm. obviously we've got these incredible, one of the opportunities for being a speaker on our summit is these incredible communities to connect and collaborate with other women, just as you're saying. Yeah. And I would say that when you walk into a room full of women, you see the women standing in front of you, but behind every woman is an incredible community because they are also a leader in their community. So not only are you building relationships with that one woman, you're also building relationships with their community. It's so powerful. It is. It's simple. It really is. Like it's simple. It feels good. It's heart centered and it works. <laughs> it, it works. And again, it's so much more fun to build and grow your business that way than trying to figure out the next sales funnel or the next tactic and whether the algorithm is doing this, that or the other like. Can we just stop the nonsense and just get back to basics, which is people buy from people and relationships are what make it work? Yeah. And and that's obviously where the anti-hustle without the hustle comes from, right? Because it's mm -hmm. easy when you break it yeah. down. This is really easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think the other piece that I, not only do I cultivate my own community, but I love being in other communities as well. 
for the collaboration part, but also because you are supported and surrounded in an energy that lifts you up and you don't have to do it on your own. And I think that that's another kind of, gosh, I'm dating myself now, but I remember this commercial and it was about a perfume. It was like, I can bring home the bacon. I can fry it up in a pan. I can never let you forget you're a man. I'm like, oh my God, like what messages are we sending that we have to do it all on our own, right? Like we, we don't need to do it on our own. And I would say that that is probably one of the biggest blocks to success is believing that we have to do it all on our own and we have to take on the superwoman persona. It You don't, as a matter of fact, it will, that's the long road. It will take you out of the game quicker than quick when you try to do it on your own. So I always invest in coaches, invest in communities that allow me to be surrounded and supported and uplifted and inspired and encouraged and learning new things. And that helps me evolve in my personal growth and in my business growth. And then I can also take that and I can let that kind of cascade like a waterfall into my own community and into my own clients. Yeah, I was going to ask about that actually, because I do speak to so many women that feel, especially Mm -hmm. women that come from a corporate background, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. feel that it's a badge of honor to be able to do everything on their own. It's like, I'm going to look like I'm not strong enough. I'm going to look like I I don't know what I'm doing if I ask for Mm -hmm. help. Mm-hmm. How do we overcome that? How do we yeah. step into away from that yeah. and into the collaboration and ask and just connect? Yeah. Yes. I think that the way out with that is just like we're doing with stopping the discovery sessions and working with relationships is with messaging over and over again, right? Is we're allowing ourselves to what I like to call the feminine economy, where we get to work with each other to cultivate and connect these relationships. We have to keep messaging that. We have to keep putting ourselves in the communities of other women that are doing that so that these communities can grow. Because I think once we get to experience that, there's no way we're going to go back to the old way. Because again, it's not aligned. So when we find this where we feel energetically supported and then we see other women asking for support and we see that we're not alone and we see that when we're in these amazing groups, Something that Sally said, I'm like, oh, never thought about it. That's a great idea. I'm going to write that down too. We can see that we actually go so much further together than trying to piece things together. I call it duct taping and popsicling sticks, things together with all of the three Bs and the downloads and the following a gazillion different people and trying to pick the right one strategy. We just don't need to do that. So I think that the messaging, right? The more we repeat it, the more we share it, the more we encourage it, the more we as thought leaders and women entrepreneurs that are here to share their story, the more we speak it and share it and step into it, the more other people will be able to find it and see, oh, there's another way. That sounds like the way that I want to go too. And then we just create a bigger movement, inviting more and more women in to create a bigger movement. Yeah. Those repeated messages, the thought leadership, the really having a strong opinion. I love yeah. the fact that you're coming out and you're like, no, this is my opinion. These tactics, it doesn't work. It's all about going back to the fact that we are human beings and we're here to connect and have relationships with one another. And that's how we create success within our business and our lives. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Crazy. So I love I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, well, you need to stop in a minute. And I would love to you. I was just about to say, I know my grand my grandmother's not alive anymore, but I know she's like every time we have conversations about women collaborating together. I know she's just like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I feel the same as well for my ancestors. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So proud of what we can achieve as well and this whole conversation around empowering ourselves with wealth as women it gives us choices right Absolutely. and that's Absolutely. what our ancestors have fought for what an incredible lineage you have how yeah. proud are you that your mother and your grandmother that is just amazing yeah, yeah. to continue yeah it's it's funny because my grandmother, I have three boys. I did not have any girls, which I think is like, wait, what? But she's, she even said one day, she's like, Chris, what's up with the boys? Like, when are you going to have some girls here? And I'm like, well, I guess my job, grandma, is just to raise enlightened men. And so that's taking that on and sharing. My kid, my boys love to cook. They love to, they know how to sew buttons on. They know how to do their own thing. And, and they're very, very supportive. Of women, and I think that we need to continue. I am never on the side of that. We we need to bash men in order to create power, because again, it's connection, it's collaboration. There's many, many enlightened, supportive, wonderful, loving men. My husband is one of them. He knows that if I'm doing something or I've got a masterclass going on, he's he makes sure I'm fed. He makes the dinner. He supports me, and because of that, I'm not afraid to ask for help. Not afraid to ask for help. Not afraid to say, hey, next week I've got this going on. Can you be on point for dinner? Yeah. Okay. I've got those downstairs as well. As yes. They are awesome. They're so awesome. I think women rising as really stepping into our power and our true abundance. We need the support of everyone, including really yeah. switched on conscious men mm-hmm. that support us. Absolutely. So, yeah. Chris. We're very excited to have you as a speaker on our Women Thrive Summit. What are you most looking forward to? I am most looking forward to just being in the energy of all the amazing women that are brave enough to step into this and share their voices and to create something new, new possibilities. I love possibility. I love the potential that is possible from events like this and knowing that no matter what, somebody is going to take something of value and be able to implement it, that makes my heart smile. Even if I don't see it, I trust and I know that it will support and encourage and inspire a woman out there to do something a little bit differently that's going to impact her in a great way. Well, you're making our hearts smile because you're one of our speakers and we can't wait for you also to share your message and tell your story and yeah, the possibilities are endless, aren't they? Absolutely. Um, it's been so amazing to talk to you. Where do people find you? Yeah, so please come find me. I'm definitely on Facebook, so you can search Christine Williams. And please join my Facebook community. I love women to just come in. It's called Build a Six-Figure Business for Conscious Coaches and Wellness Professionals. You can come, you can consume the content, you can watch, you can grab the freebies, downloads, uh, everybody's welcome. And we'd love to meet you there too. So please come join me, say hello. And I would 
love to support you too. Also, the website is shineabundancenow.com. So you can check me out there too and just kind of see if anything there resonates with you. And yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you for sharing your energy with us today. It's been so amazing to talk to you. Great. And thank you for listening and watching. We'd love to know what you've taken away from today. And we'd also love to know your thoughts actually on creating this abundance and beautiful businesses. We don't need to hustle. We don't need to be out of alignment at any point. We don't need to prove ourselves. We don't need to go onto sales calls and push for the sale. We can do it in a much more abundant and aligned way. Coming from a place of service and generosity and opening ourselves up to the possibilities of what's going to fall in and who's going to come and work with us and who's going to come and hang out in our space. I'd really, really love to know your thoughts. I'm sure that Christine would love to know your thoughts as well. Please reach out to us at Women Thrive and to Christine personally and uh, let us know what your takeaways have been from our conversation today. Thank you for watching and we will see you on the next episode of the Women Thrive podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.